Welcome to the Stronger Than Your Boyfriend podcast for everyone who wants to sift through the bullshit in fitness so they can move better and be stronger. But especially for those who are sick of mansplaining and want to claim their space in this industry. We're your hosts, Katie and Heather of Bar Pass Fitness. On this podcast, we mix a little ranting with a little science and a lot of industry experience, helping you navigate the fake news and toxic misinformation that permeates the fitness industry. Today, we are going to discuss why focusing on weight loss is not the right strategy for optimal health and body composition. The promotion of weight loss is everywhere. From magazines talking about the latest celebrity who's lost 20 pounds to the doctor telling us we need to lose weight to be healthier. But in reality, weight loss is not the metric we should be looking at. Uh, Yeah, okay, hate all that shit. So let's address the main obvious reason why weight loss isn't the best thing to focus on in your fitness journey. What people really mean when they say, I want to lose weight, is really they want to lose body fat. People get so consumed with a number that they want to hit on the scale. And it's so frustrating as a personal trainer and coach when my current clients or new clients come to me and say, I want to lose weight because I know what they need before they, I know what they need before they do or before they realize it. And that's to build muscle and get stronger. Um, Doing this will lead to a better body composition, which is what people really want, even though they think their main goal is weight loss, just because that's what women are marketed to. And, you know, their their favorite celebrity lost 30 pounds and it was in a magazine that they saw. Um, But a better body composition has nothing to do with what the scale says. I would even argue that if you have a uh, currently have a healthy body fat percentage, you should want to see the scale go up because that means your diet is on point and your movement throughout the day is on point and the scale going up would only mean that you're building muscle, which leads to longevity and optimal health, which is what we're going to talk about um, right now. Yeah. So we, on this longevity topic, we posted a blog recently. Um, this is, we're in April, end of April, yep. kind of May 2022 right now. Um, so if you're listening to this later, um, depending on when it comes out, um, this may be past, but we did post a blog in April, 2022, and it talks about the subject. And, um, this blog wasn't even in the queue, um, for blog posts, but I found this new study and I had to write about it cause it was really exciting. Um, the study was published this year and the study followed over 5,000 women in their seventies for five and a half years. And it looked at grip strength and um, a lower body, well, a functional movement skills test that was like a lower body function and control test and weight loss. Um, And then it looked at mortality. And basically what this study found is that weight loss of 5% or more of the body of their body weight was associated with increased mortality, increased mortality from weight loss. That means you're going to die early, everyone. Yes. (laughs) While stronger grip strength and higher scores on the functional lower body fitness test were associated with lower mortality risk. Um, And so Lisa Underwood, the lead author of the study said, our findings support increasing efforts to improve mobility and muscle strength in older women and less focus on long-term weight loss in this population. Oh, okay. That is literally music to my ears. So I want to talk about a current client that I have. Um, I still have a few in-person clients and where the gym is located tends to get um, more of an older population um, and some like retirees. 
So I started training a client um, in her 70. I think she's 75 now. So I started training her a couple of years ago. She lives alone. She has three dogs. She lives in the mountains in Colorado. Um, I believe the elevation she's at is like 73-ish, 100 feet. And we strength train three times a week. And she walks her dogs on her off days. And she, you know, she tries to stay active as much as possible on her off days. Um, I don't really tell her to do any cardio. I just tell her to, to move uh, throughout the day. But it's pretty crazy because she wa- went to the doctor a few years ago. They said she wa- had osteopenia. Is osteopenia like right before osteoporosis, basically? Yeah, something like that. But basically not good for the bones, right? That means your bones are brittle and weak. So once we started strength training two to three times a week, um, she noticed a significant improvement in her bone density and um, just her strength in general. And, you know, like any person, um, she tends to get a little bit too focused on the scale. However, I know that after me harping on her in person and kind of bitching about it to her, how she shouldn't focus on it and that she should just continue to focus on getting stronger in our sessions. I think she has realized the importance. Um, And I want to tell another little sub story. She was in Africa recently and she fell. She was like going through some cave or something exploring and she fell and she kind of caught herself Um, but she still fell enough to where she whacked the side of her leg and she had this like big bump on her leg. So she comes back and she like tells me the story and I was like, well, okay, you have this bump and it's not going away. You should go get that checked out. So she gets it checked out and it's a tiny little fracture and it didn't prevent her from doing anything. And I just want to illustrate that most people, women, especially who fall in their seventies, it's a death sentence. And this was literally nothing to my client who strength trains every day. So it's pretty crazy. And she's still going strong. We're still training three days a week. So yeah, she's a badass. Yeah. She's a little badass. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely this illustrates the study as well as our experience with clients illustrates the need to focus on getting stronger, um, versus losing weight, um, specifically and especially for women. Getting stronger sends the right stimulus to your body through resistance training. And when we say resistance training, a lot of times we think about weights and going to the gym and all that, but it could be other forms. It could be body weight. It could be bands. It could be tempo. It's whatever form um, that works as long as you're implementing progressive overload. So what that means is your body is adapting to the stimulus that you put on it over time. And um, whatever that load or that tension or those reps or whatever looks like, you have to progress that over time and overload in order to get stronger as your body adapts. So that's what's important. Yeah. And I just want to touch on that point a little bit. Um, When COVID hit and everyone was training at home, um, mostly doing body weight, I just remember seeing all these trainers and they were like, body weight training doesn't do shit for you. And it's like, that is total bullshit. Like if you know how to progress body weight movements correctly, you can get a really fucking good workout. So if you're a trainer and you think that one modality isn't good versus like, oh, you only have to lift weights and that's how you see results. Well, you should really open your mind. So side note, shameless plug, Katie is really good at body weight training. So if you're stuck at home and don't have any yeah. weights, she can help. If you want to learn how to do muscle ups, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so building muscle in itself, you're you're building expensive tissue. Muscle is expensive tissue. So what does that mean? It means that you need to feed yourself enough calories in order pre- to preserve the that tissue. 
And to build muscle means you're building new tissue. So you need to eat even more. So obviously, you know, all us trainers know, like, if you want to build muscle, you have to be eating more than or eating more than you're burning, right? Um, and the, the muscle tissue is the tissue that you want to gain and gaining the word itself still has such a negative connotation with most women. Still, it's so shocking how many women I still get today who are afraid to lift weights because they fear they will get bulky. And granted, I will say the the change in the fitness industry with, with women lifting weights has been pretty significant the last 10 to 15 years. Thank you. CrossFit. Yeah, that's a, we'll, we'll give a nod to CrossFit for that. Um, but it's still for your average client and the, the average person coming, you know, into resistance training, they still fear that they're going to look like some female bodybuilder on stage who's probably on a bunch of drugs. So like for us, we're both of us are just like, give me, give us all the bulk. Like we yeah, want to be, give bulky. me those muscles. Yeah. Give it, give us those <laughs> muscles. Um, honestly, yeah, again, it's a stupid mindset and none it's it's none of the these women's faults because that's literally how we're marketed to still. It's really frustrating like you'll still see ads for like build long lean muscle or oh, here's these pink sump- supplements for women and it's like, you know, only drink the these protein shakes because they're pink and they're, you know, specially formulated for women and it's like, no. It's bullshit. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for the pink marketing. Um, yeah, honestly, I just want to tell all of them to like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Women and men should be training the exact same way. It's progressive overload, implementing the fundamental movement patterns through a full range of motion. Word. By now, hopefully you guys understand the difference between weight loss and fat loss. So people are probably wondering, where does cardio fit into the mix? Well, let's break down why cardio doesn't work for fat loss. When you do cardio, you're literally telling your metabolism to slow down. You, your body is becoming more efficient with the calories that you're giving it. Our bodies are pretty damn amazing adaptation machines. So if you're constantly telling your body to burn energy, the logical thing that it will do is to store that energy or pare down extra tissue in order to fuel the extra energy output that you're doing. So what tissue do you think it's going to pare down first? Oh, that's right. The expensive tissue, which is muscle. Yeah. And we're not saying that cardio doesn't work, obviously, um, but endless cardio with no resistance training, uh, that will just lead to constantly having to do more and more to see weight loss results, right? Um, so, you know, when you're first doing it, do it, you might see results, but then where are you going to go next if you're, if you're doing a ton? Um, and this, when it's taken to the extreme, can really cause a lot of hormonal imbalances and even the loss of your period as a woman. Um, so should you never do cardio? No, that's not what we're saying at all. Enjoyable cardio that gets you outside, that gets you moving, that gets your heart rate up, that you enjoy, that you love. That's the best option. Um, But you do have to make sure you're doing some sort of resistance training routine as well. As far as cardio goes, walking is our favorite option for most of our clients and for most people because of the fact that most people are really stressed. And if you're constantly stressed out from work or your kids or life in general, and then you're throwing this high-intensity cardio on top of that, that's overkill. But walking would be perfect because it's easy to do. It's restorative. It keeps you moving. You will burn those calories throughout the day. Um, And then once in a while, you can throw in some hit, maybe throw in some sprints. Yeah. um, 
I'm going to say let's not do the sprints for most people because most people have shitty running form. But if you, you've been a runner and, you know, you have good running form, sprints are probably one of the better ways to throw in high intensity cardio. True. I mean, you are jumping from foot to foot. So yeah. if you got bad form, maybe not sprint. But doing some sort of cardio activity um, in a higher intensity manner is a good stress. Otherwise, if the rest of your stress is in a manageable place. Yeah. And for all you bodybuilding bros out there who are like no cardio, like the no cardio kings and queens, like if you're if you're doing a set and you can't even get through your set, a set meaning a resistance training movement, you can't get through your set without being winded. Well, maybe it's time to think about putting some sort of cardio in your routine because Honestly, the cardio that will benefit you the most is to help you get through your resistance training sessions. So if you can't get that heart rate to come down in between sets, well, maybe you should, you know, maybe jump on the bike once in a while. It doesn't need to be high intensity, but it it also, you know, it is enough to to get you through those those sessions. Like if you can't do, you know, sets of 10 on squats, which everyone should be able to do, um and Ew. like yeah. Um, well, maybe we should start to walk a little bit more, incorporate a little bit more in there. So yeah, but for our clients, we actually program a, a, a pure conditioning session maybe every few months. And again, this person or this depends on the person and their stress levels and how many days per week they are actually resistance training. Usually the condition, the conditioning would be overkill. However, if we have a client training for a specific sport and having more endurance is required, we will obviously program that in for them um, more often than, than our other clients, because their goal is to be better at that sport versus optimal health and body composition. And for other clients who they have desk jobs and they're doing their resistance training workouts, we program, and they're just, you know, not moving the rest of the day. Well, maybe we, we come in and we, we come up with a strategy for these clients. Like, Hey, let's just do a 10 minute walk after every meal or something like that. So if you're, if if they're on either end of those spectrums, we will come in and, and help them out with a strategy to actually move more, which essentially is cardio. But Otherwise, I just tell clients to move and walk enough throughout the day. Going out and doing a cardio session that you hate is a terrible and unnecessary stress on the body, in my opinion. Yeah, totally. And like, I love riding my bike outside. So I have a road bike. When we moved to Colorado, I was in for an awakening because I was riding. (laughs) Altitude, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, I was riding in Chicago, which is where we lived um, for a long time. And then we moved to Colorado and I was like, whoa, this is legit. Um, But I do love my road bike. And so that to me, like, yes, it's a form of cardio, um, but it's also like a stress reliever, reliever. It's enjoyable and I'm really into it. So I'm gonna keep doing that. Yeah. So tying it back to the whole weight loss um, or focusing on weight loss as you get older means you're going to die soon. (laughs) So really, and we're just kind of, you know, jesting here, but really we think that most people, women especially, need to buckle down and focus on that resistance training, fucking throw your scales out, burn them down if you're, I don't know, if you're stressing about it so much and eat. Like you need to eat to fuel your workouts, to fuel the stress that you have or to help you recover from the stress that you have during your day. So I think that women for as long as you possibly can eat the shit out of food (laughs) and lift heavy weights. So I think a lot of this too is mindset and, um, you know, we've talked a lot about how weight, weight loss can be 
not good for your future health, but it also isn't a great thing to focus on for your mental health, right? Especially if um, you don't have a strong relationship with your body. Um, Maybe focusing on that number is not a good idea. Instead, let's focus on being more confident, being more strong, what we're capable of and what our bodies can do and actually taking up space instead of taking that space, trying to be less than. Yeah. And I think we can, you know, both of us can can speak for having those body image issues in the past. And the scale was a big part of that. Like we wanted to hover around a certain weight or we just had body image, body image issues in general, because again, you know, women have to look a certain way in society and there's nothing wrong with wanting to look a certain way. But if it's so mentally taxing on you that if you weigh yourself and you're just so down on yourself every day and you just don't feel good, well, like Heather said, maybe let's focus your your energy on, all right, let's let's try to hit a squat PR goal or a deadlift PR goal or a skill. Like maybe you want to do a handstand. Let's try to do some of those. And that way you can go to the gym feeling good because you're one step you know, closer to accomplishing said goal and that the weight on the scale has nothing to do with it. It literally has nothing to do with your self-worth. Yeah. And if you're, I just want to add a note that if you're one of our friends in the fitness industry out there, this is tough. And we we feel you because yeah. there is so much pressure in this industry to look a certain way. And what you look like has absolutely nothing to do with your credentials, which yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about more in this podcast. But yeah, just we feel you. It's tough out there. You're awesome. Yeah. Just being a coach, it's like you being a coach is a badass job. You're helping so many people and you're helping people. You're helping so many people get strong. And that's literally the most important thing for health, body composition, cardio, like all that shit. Yeah. In conclusion, pick things up and put them down. Build some muscle, increase your metabolism, build your bone density, get stronger, feel more confident and change your mindset around weight training. You'll live longer and more optimally if you do. Yeah. And if you, anyone out there listening needs some help with programming, they just want help in general, um, nutritionally on how to get strong, um, feel free to reach out, um, head to our website at barpathfitness.com. You can fill out an interest form and yeah, we can chat, set up a time to chat and discuss your goals, um, for programming if that's what you're interested in. Thanks everyone for tuning in this week. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And be sure to check us out on Instagram at Barpath Fitness and check out the blog that we talked about today. Um, We're also gonna, we included a link to the study there as well. That's at the website, Katie mentioned, barpathfitness.com. All right, we'll see you next week.